Good evening, and welcome to this episode four of Gouda on Gouda. My name is Bob Gouda, here with uh, Jerome Ralston. Good evening, Jerome. Evening, Bob. With us tonight is Ed. Hi. And uh, and this week, Jer, Jer, you did the cheese procurement. Why don't you give us a little background here? I did. Uh, this was purchased largely on the grounds of label. This is Prima Donna nice label. Maturo cheese. Well, the part that drew my eye was the placard on it that boldly states that this is the best European cheese gold winner That's at the Global statement. Cheese Awards some time ago. Hmm. So, I will say up front that Glenn with one N, the Premier's cheese buyer, I mm-hmm. uh, was not an enthusiast of this cheese, and in nope. fact was a little alarmed by the fact that I was purchasing it. He said it was Hot garbage? No, but I suspect he feels that th- better things were uh, were in the offing. Yeah, the thing is with the enthusiasts is uh, is I think the enthusiasts kind of wall themselves off from a lot of perfectly okay cheeses. Hey, you are yourself an enthusiast, Bob. Right, but uh, but I'll eat I'll eat I'll eat a damn craft single if the mood strikes me right. All right, well, Ed, I, go ahead. Sorry. I, I just I wanted to see what passed for the best European cheese some years ago in 2013. We are about to find out. At least but at that particular we, contest. But before Which we get that, hosted by the manufacturer, we don't know. Ed, what are your thoughts on cheese? Uh, I'm for cheese. You're for it. Yep. You're an advocate. I am. Do you uh, do you have a cheese that you? Uh, what's a what's a go to cheese for you? Uh, the Cabot brand of cheese, mm. cheddar, mm. various sharpnesses. Mm, you too. Yeah. This cheddar, this cheddar conspiracy really needs needs suppression. Oh, suppression, it's just I a think. very, it's a very versatile cheese. It's an infrastructure cheese. Might as well say the same thing about concrete. <clears throat> so looks wise, I got nothing to say about this. It oh, looks low. Uh, it looks low in moisture. Looks like it's probably pretty salty. Hard cheese. Let's see. It's uh, it's uh, not quite yellow. Slice in and see what this uh, how this cuts. Plain's pretty nice. Salty. No, can yeah. I see the salt crystals in it? Oh. Calcium. Salt crystals. All right. I forget the fancy chemical name. Exactly. All right. Sodium. Grab a hunk. I can't smell anything because I'm still sick. That uh, smells like your sort of average, somewhat aged hard cheese. All right. It's got a bit of nuttiness to it. It's a little sharp and dry. I'd say it's almost. Hmm. I'd say it's almost a little too aged, but that verdict is going to require more more cheese. To <laughs> What's the year on that award? Like 2014? 2013, actually. Really? 09. 2013 09. Whatever that means. Whatever it means that. Whatever it means that the cheese was made in 09. Could be. And the award was 2013, so it was four years old that they tried it. That is an excellent suggestion. So this cheese One has not been shipped in four years. What are you saying? It's a has been. Medium price. It never was. Nineteen bucks a pound, late twenty eighteen. <coughs> Considering that you could get the pastoral. And this is this is growing on me. There's a little bit. Of, there's a bit of caramel note in it too. That's working pretty well. Would you say it's? Extra mature and full-bodied taste with a unique flavor of Gouda and Parmesan. That's what it is. Because hmm. that's what Prima Donna says it should be. It's a little bit Parmesan-y. I, uh, I agree. I don't know about the Gouda. 
Yeah. I think the you Gouda, would be. The Gouda gives it the weight. I mean, I would, you know, I would hope that you guys are somewhat familiar with Gouda. Not really. Yes, we are. <laughs> Interesting. That's a, that's a fair description, although I don't know I'd go so far as to say it's the prima donna. Maybe the second, maybe second or third lead, or first understudy. That's actually better than I expected. I, I like the caramel note it's got, and I like the fact that it's tastes... <coughs> I mean, it's a, it's a good cheese. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I don't know that it's $19 know, a pound good. I don't know if it's the best cheese in Europe. Oh, where's the pastorelle? It, it might have been oh, that. that's USA. It might have been that. Give me some more of this. I'm not going to say this is like top five, but I would get this again. Yeah, um, I would get this. It's got that, that sweet if, nuttiness is nice. I mean, it's definitely not a bland taste. I keep expecting the flavor of it to go somewhere. Nope. But it's got a very even flavor profile. It's not. It's not, it's not sophisticated. I don't think it needs to be sophisticated. It just needs to be. You know, I like a. I like a flavor profile that's non-linear. You know? Yeah, you're not very, getting that with this. Very linear flavor profile. You know what I'm saying, Ed? About the flavor profile? Linear. Um, it's good. It's good. It is definitely nutty. It's, uh... I would like to taste this cheese in 2009. Or not 2009. 2013. 2013. Yeah, I think the age... This might actually be a little overaged for what it is. Like I feel, it tastes like it's aged in the pla- in the packaging. Like that's why I was looking for a packing date, but there's not one on here. But I would eat a lot of this. I'll say this is a good eating cheese. I'm not going to say this is top five. No, it's not top five. But I'd buy this again. I find it structurally intriguing. Do the hard cheeses you guys do generally have little crystals in them? No, that yes. Right. If you if you cut it, it does tend to flake like that. Yeah. You Can I interest see. you in some pastoral? Let's eat it alongside the pastoral, and we'll see how that how we feel about it then. See if it. So what's what's this pastoral? That's pastoral is one of our favorites. It's last week's cheese. All right. It's probably going to taste the same because you've got you know the prima donna gouda up in your the mouth. weight of gouda upon you. Want me to cleanse my palate? Yeah, have a swig of Pepsi. <laughs> Nothing but the finest. Oh, that pastoral is just a good cheese. We are known to be biased. You know, it's just. You know, the longer it sits out of its wrapper, the drier it gets, and it's. You can taste that right now. But I just love that that little paprika in there, and I don't want to dwell on last week's cheese when we got this week's cheese. But now, if the pastoral grow on you, if the pastoral is a cheerful farmer bringing fresh grown produce to market, this prima donna stuff is a more dour cheese, I think. If this prima donna... It's sort of like a old master painting or something. Somebody staring out at you with serious eyes, because sitting for it's serious business. Likewise, I'm going to say... If this prima donna were an actor or famous uh, 
musician, who would it be? Hmm. I'm not going to say James Earl Jones. Mm. It's not big enough for that. No. It's not important enough. No. It's aspiring to importance. It's not, it's not Robert Mitchum. No. He'd be high. Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough one. I shouldn't have asked a question that I did not already know the answer to. However... Well, what would you use this with? Applied cheese? Yeah. Uh, applied. I bet this would be good with on a cheese board with some other stuff. This would be good crumbled over a salad. Yeah, less par- yeah, Parmesan influence there. Might be a little heavy for that. Um, you could... You could, it would be right at home over any pasta. In fact, uh, in this past week, I hate to go back to get into the pastoral, I have crumbled that pastoral over just about everything I've eaten. And it's a good crumbling over food cheese. So are you 10% pastoral by volume? I hate to see the pastoral go bad in the fridge. So I'm trying to work through it. So this being the first time I've eaten either cheese, mm-hmm. the pastoral is obviously, in taste on its own, the superior cheese. Yeah. However, I feel like, to Jer's question, I feel like this prima donna, because it is more basic, could be used with more, as a, in more recipes, without, be a better applied as a simpler flavor profile. Yeah. Exactly. Like any pasta dish, you could easily that. put that on. Yeah, this would be right at home over... Any pasta, any vegetables, um, a um, I lost my train of thought. Any but, vegetables, any pasta. Right, this is a good applied cheese. Sure. But you want to have it with something that's almost got like a sweetness to it. Yep. Because you got to balance those flavors. And this is kind of a sharp, kind of salty cheese. You need to leaven the gloom. Leaven the gloom is exactly what you need to do. But, Maybe um, I'm just thinking Dutch masters and old paintings and stuff because this is a product of Holland. So it's uh, it's good cheese. It's not the best in Europe, but it's good cheese. No, I and I, that's I, a nice label. I think you're right. It would be better if uh, we had it back in 2013. But yeah, yeah, it definitely tastes like it's aged in the packaging. Um, which uh, this is off of a. Go wheel. I wonder. I wonder how cutting into the wheel and packaging it really affects the. Oh, oxidize it. Yeah. yeah. But we have to deal with cheese as it is. No, absolutely. Not cheese absolutely. as it could be. We're not buying a whole wheel of prima donna. No. Come on. It's too much of a commitment. That's too much cheese. No such thing. But yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, final thoughts. Final thoughts. You know, it's it's not top five. Um, but is that the the standard top five? Well, there's top five. There's like good eating cheese, good sort of second tier stuff. You know, you bring it to a party or something like that. There's things that would be good for one thing. Maybe it'd be really good in a French onion soup, which is Bob's perennial suggestion. Yeah, I think everything goes good on French onion soup. And then at the bottom, there's stuff that you not only do not want to get, but you should probably just detonate in place if you ever see it. Yeah, like much the like German that, that hand cheese we had a few weeks ago. Cheese. It was like mm. hatred. Hatred. 
expressed as a cheese. Hand cheese. I mean, it, it sounds even, appetizing. Oh, it's, it's served. It's I'm served. Surprised. It's, called, it's, it's called hand cheese because it is traditionally hand rolled. Ah. Served with caraway seeds, oil, and raw onion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys try it like yeah, that? Yeah, it was uh, like one of us did, yes. It was that like, actually sounds good. Uh, now that you've explained it, it that it sounds good. It tasted like onion. It smelled bad. Which, which, which smelled was, bad tasted worse. It tasted like onion, which was much better than tasting like ham cheese. Once I, I had that cheese in my mouth, I just wanted it to be over with. The caraway didn't come through? No. No. What caraway? What 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 is uh what is the point of caraway? Well for instance, I really like aquavit. What's that? It is liqueur. It is a liquor from Norway that is caraway by generally caraway flavored. Huh. It is not smooth. <laughs> but I and I find I really like it as a something I drink while I eat. Just drinking it by itself. I mean, I guess if if you want if you need something to warm you up, it'll do the trick. It but is it digestive? Yeah, I mean, I like it because it's you know eighty proof, but it's caraway it's flavored. Caraway. Mm. It's especially yeah. with like pork or corned beef. It's good. Very good. Fairly raw flavors. I, Perhaps I should get this hand cheese and try. No, no you should just don't. <laughs> it smelled so bad. And it was like, sometimes you get a stinky cheese, and it's like, once you taste it, you don't, you taste it, and you don't smell it anymore. The hand cheese just got, it was exponentially worse. It was worse. what it smelled on the tin, as it were. And it <laughs> wouldn't go away, because you couldn't swallow it, and it was that consistency of soft gelatin. And it was only, like soft, it was only cans. slightly opaque. It was we, we've got a good ten minutes of air time on this one. Oh, oh sure you did. Oh, I will have, I will simply listen. Sure. That's sure. something to your initial reaction, indeed. Yeah, that was the same week that we had. Uh, nah. We don't need to revisit the ant cheese, but um, all right. So anyway, last words. So last words. Uh, I agree. I mean, this basically to me just seems like a somewhat stronger, more pungent Parmesan. Yeah. I am not familiar really with Gouda cheese, so I cannot speak to the Gouda ness. But I would certainly put this on salad or pasta. Or the food sure. sure. perhaps. Oh. And our main our main measure is would we buy it again? And uh, it seems that uh, seems that we're we're fairly uh, fairly okay with the idea of buying it again. I'd buy it for a cheese platter, but that wouldn't be the signature cheese. Sure, no, it would be a supporting cheese. So, well, we've got a we've already got a cheese for next week. Do you want to give us a preview? No. All right. Got to be a surprise. All right. Well, that has been episode four of Gouda on Gouda. Thank you very much for listening. And, uh, you know, check us out on Instagram at Gouda on Gouda. Or, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, in, at, in, at Gouda on Gouda. Um, all right. We'll see you next week.